Yo, 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 what is up, everyone? Welcome to another installment of In the Booth. Holla at your boy. Don't even know why I said that. We'll, we'll, we'll go past it. Anyway, let me go ahead and make this closer to me. Make sure it's not there. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another installment of In the Booth, the show where we talk about console esports, baby. That's right. Shout out to Chungler. Bleed Gold. That might be a new thing. I don't know. Chungler. If enough people ask, we're going to make that into a thing. Bleed Gold. Anyway, guys, how's it going? My name is Golden Boy. Big thank you for uh, you joining me here today. Um, we have an awesome show today. Uh, you know, not only we're going to be talking about, well, for one, we started on time, which is probably like the best thing in the world. So, yay me. Um, but uh, on top of which, though, uh, we have a pretty awesome guest uh, that is going to be joining us later on in the show. Uh, the one and only Kelby May. Very excited to have him, uh, you know, joining in the booth today as we talk about what's going on. Also, I decided to list the uh the the show under the um gaming talk show category um we're going to be talking about you know more than just uh you know uh, halo today we're going to be talking about umg south carolina as well uh yeah we're not even dropping frames it's incredible um so we're going to be talking about umg south carolina i was just there this weekend um so you know that that's a, a it was a good time of course and very excited uh, to not only be able to be a part of the event uh, in a small way, but just to be around everyone again. Um, which, honestly, I, I truly, I truly missed. Uh, you know, my Call of Duty people. You know, for those of you guys who who may only be familiar with my Halo work, which would be very surprising if that was the case. Um, you know, I, I came from the Call of Duty community. Uh, initially, of course, competing and playing a lot of Halo 2 at the beginning, but, you know, I really began to hit my stride and even got my intro into esports through Call of Duty. Uh, you know, Halo, I was kind of like just watching MLG events, right? And not really understanding what was going on, but Call of Duty was like my intro to it. And, uh, in a bunch of other games too. Like, I was a part of that MLG forum community that was like always lingering and like the other, I forget the, the name of that topic we were in. Um, I think it was like the other section. Oh, let me bring this down. Uh, I don't remember exactly what the, I think it was like other games or something. Anyway, so the whole point was in this section, we talked about literally anything other than Gears, Halo, or Rainbow Six, right? We tried, that's actually where Shadowrun came from. That's where Shadowrun became a thing. Uh, we uh, talked about uh, 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 Bionic Commando. We tried to make Bionic Commando competitive. That's actually where um, where we ended up finding uh, Red Faction Guerrilla. And we got, like, I would say that that community that I was a part of got Red Faction Guerrilla, like, the most exposure possible as a competitive multiplayer game. So, really cool stuff overall. And, um, you know, I just think that, uh, you know, it was just, it was always a joy to be a part of it. But anyway, so the topic I was trying to get at is, you know, like, that was my introduction, and Call of Duty was like my 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 step into that. Uh, from there, I went into COD, and I you know became addicted. Played COD two, uh, didn't really like COD three. Uh, played COD four a lot, 
MW2, even though I despise that game. Uh, MW3, not a fan. Black Ops 1, which was like one of the first like games I actually really took at a serious level. Um, you know, besides Shadowrun and Rainbow Six, those were the ones I, I took very serious. Uh, and it wasn't until like my first Halo event where I actually competed at an MLG was Halo Reach, which ugh, even to this day, ugh, Halo Reach. God. Anyway, uh, I'm not a fan. Um, so yeah, but you know what though? It was it's been a fun run. And, you know, we're, I, I am glad that I had, if I did anything positive for the Call of Duty community, I'm glad that I was able to. Um, but I, I did rediscover my love for casting COD this weekend. Uh, the games were good. I was really digging it. I was like, damn, this is, this is fun. Um, so I don't know. Uh, that was, that was good. It, it, it actually gave me uh, the same feeling that I have when I cast Halo 5. Uh, I love Halo 5. Um, I think there was a guy here today or yesterday in a stream who was complaining about Halo 5 and basically calling everyone bad and talking shit and all this stuff. You know, I mean, obviously, we just had to tell him to go F off. Um, but, yeah, it was fun. It was really fun. Uh, so, in the in the chat, of course, for those of you guys listening to iTunes and SoundCloud, you don't get the experience of the Twitch chat. If you do want, if you're listening on iTunes and SoundCloud and you want to be a part of the live experience of In The Booth, all you got to do is go to twitch.tv slash goldenboyftw. Okay? We had a new sub goal, by the way. 51 subs. 51 people are paying me for my shitty content. Just because they support it. Love it. It's amazing. Make it tear in my eye. Uh, but seriously, though, uh, if you do want to watch, there you go. Twitch.tv slash goldenboyftw. Uh, every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And if I'm here, Sunday... At 10 p.m., 10 a.m. And, of course, episodes in the booth go live on SoundCloud and iTunes the following day. Now, of course, we have no sponsors. No one sponsors this shit. It's just something I decided to do. You know who sponsored it? You guys do. The people in the chat, you guys sponsor this show. You're the reason why I keep it going. Uh, I don't even know if I want sponsors. Maybe I will. I don't know. If they pay, who knows? It has to be good, though. You know what I mean? It has to be something that I legitimately enjoy. So one of the funny things was at UMG South Carolina, they ended up asking me uh, to do a um, a segment for G Fuel and a segment for Jerky XP. Uh, I guess they figured, you know, I could I could just talk my way out of any situation so I could keep it going. Um, so uh, sponsored by Razor. Oh, that's true, right? Eh, eh, right there? No, we're not. Um, so... I ended up uh, doing this G Fuel thing. Now, here's the thing. For those of you guys who don't know, I don't really drink G Fuel. Uh, my choice of beverage has been and always will be water, alcoholic, cider, and occasionally a Corona. Robski's in the chat. He knows what's good. Uh, so, that is pretty much my... Or maybe the green tea, the Etoin green tea. I, I, I dig that at work quite a bit. That is pretty much it. Right. So when they asked me to do this, I'm like, I don't know how I feel about this. But, you know, I tried it anyway. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I like when it's watered down. I really don't I like I saw kids that that shit was just fucking condensed. So much sugar, so much powder. I don't know if there's sugar in it, but just so much powder. I was like, ah, you know, put put some ice in it. Water that shit down. But the one that I do legitimately enjoy straight up. Is Jerky XP. And everyone thinks, oh, you're a sellout. They pay you money. No. 
Fuck that. Fuck anyone who thinks that. I love beef jerky. Love beef jerky. Okay? And I will gladly put that shit in my mouth. And if you're just joining the stream, welcome. Any time of day. I love jerky XP. So damn good. I'm not even I'm not even playing. So good. Anyway, uh they don't sponsor the show. I just enjoy jerky XP a fuck ton. So uh if you do want to spend money on jerky XP, you can find them on Twitter, jerky XP. They're they're a cool group of dudes. That dog Jack is the cutest some bitch on the planet. This is not a sponsor thing. I'm not being paid to say this shit. If you want to buy it, cool. If you don't, cool. No fucks given. Time to move on. Uh, one person in chat asked me, did you ever get into SOCOM? Yes, as a matter of fact, the first competitive game I played was SOCOM 2. And my gamer tag was Sergeant Joe. That was that was before I became Golden Boy. And I just found out X-Ray Legend subscribed for 11 months in a row. If you're in the Twitch chat right now, throw down some what face for him. Throw down some FTW love. And of course, FTW yes, guys. Let's go ahead. Give X-Ray Legend for 11 months in a row supporting the stream. I can't even believe it. I can't believe it. It's incredible. It's all good. Anyway, guys, you don't want to hear me just ramble about things. Of course, we have some topics to get to. And as always, at the, now that for this one, we're going to actually be a little short on it. We're going to be shorter than usual. So, I'm going to send out my invites on Discord. And if you guys want to join in the booth, you can do so. Uh, we'll do uh, five uses here, and we'll generate this and put it into the chat right now. Guys, if you want to join, click that link that I put into the chat. You can come right in. Wood is currently waiting in the booth, so I think, uh, you know what? It only makes sense to go in, talk to Wood, who, by the way, I really like this guy. I like Wood a lot. I like Wood a lot. Um, but here we go. So we're going to hop in this. We got Choo Choo Train in there as well. Uh, we got some people in the booth. This is exciting stuff. A guy named Street Justice is in here. Should I be worried? All right, here we go. Let's hop in and uh, bust this out. Ooh, ah, wrong thing. Wrong thing. Hold on a second. Your boy needs to fix something real quick. First and foremost, whenever I do these, I always have to reset these damn scenes. Such a pain in the ass, but I somehow find a way to do it. I'm a one-man show, by the way, in case you guys don't know. All right, here we go. We are live. We're going to hop in the booth right now, and boom. What's going on, guys? You're in the booth. How you doing? We have a crew in here right now. What up, Wood? I expected you would How's be here. How's it going, man? How is it going? It's going good. It's going good. Thanks for joining. Absolutely, um, absolutely. So, lots to talk about, of course. Uh, of course. We have a big event coming up. I, I yeah. would say, you know, it's a small, it's a, it's a small deal. Yeah, it's a little tiny you deal, know? you know, nothing too major. It could be the fate of some Halo teams' longevity. I've, but, you I've know. heard of it before. You've heard of it before? You've heard of it? You know, that's a thing. It's a thing that we do. It's called the North American Regionals. But before we get into North American Regionals... I want to. I actually want to talk about uh, UMG South Carolina. Did any of you guys happen to tune in and watch UMG South Carolina? You know what I did tune into was the Periscope. 
I did not watch the actual stream. I didn't know if the stream was was Twitch streaming Call of yes, Duty. Yes, we were. That... So so okay. what what happened was what happened was and and I feel really bad about this, but but here's my reasoning behind this. Mm-hmm. So basically, um, Optic was playing. They played their first match of the day, right? But they had to play till Sunday. There was an issue with the hardware at the event. Uh, A lot of Bluetooth signals causing a lot of disruptions and shit just went off the haywire, right? So because of that, um, and we got a crowd in here today. Jesus Christ. We got my boy Robski in here, the one and only Bronx Bronx finest. Robski, talk. What up, Robski? This guy. You can't trust these Mexicans. I swear. You just can't trust them. (laughs) Anyway, so basically uh, the, the Bluetooth signal... Uh, kind of d- distorted everything that pushed the schedule back so much that Optic ended yeah. up playing on Sunday. All their games were on that's, Sunday. That's crazy. I I, yeah. I watched Scumpy's vlog about that. They were you know very visibly upset. I know uh, Embos was was clear. I mean, everybody was upset. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody was very mad at the whole situation. And oddly enough, I was actually I, yeah I think I'm allowed to say this. I was interviewed by Sony the other day. I answered a random Craigslist ad about they needed somebody who played a lot of video games. So I was like, mm-hmm. well, hey, that's me. So I'll answer this, this Craigslist ad. And four people come over to my apartment with cameras, and they interviewed me for about two hours about PlayStation controllers. And um, and it was really weird because all this UMG South Carolina stuff had just happened. And so I talked to them about that, and I don't know if they're going to send that feedback back that way. I didn't really know how... They they asked me how Xbox controllers work and I don't know if they work with Bluetooth. I don't think they do. So, so Xbox controllers. So here's how a PlayStation controller works based on what I found out because okay. I did a lot of research on PlayStation 4 controllers at UMG. Okay. So basically the way it works is when the controller needs to be charged, right? It essentially becomes a wired controller when you plug it into the into the console. As soon as it's charged, it becomes a Bluetooth controller, no matter whether or not a cable is connected to it or not. Ugh. So, to my knowledge, that was the situation. And that is and it, so, so odd. But to bring it back to perspective, though, the, the, the Periscope thing kind of popped up because yeah. I was just trolling and I wanted to do dabs with Hitch. You know, <laughs> that was it. I just wanted to fuck around. And then... I, I, I did it the first day because I was slightly drunk and I was like, this should be fun. So let me drunk cast uh-huh. this these matches that are going on off stage that are like nothing, right? Um, right. But I then was like, well, let me turn it on again because I had like 80 viewers last night. So I thought it'd be fun to do it again. And then mm. people were like, hey, man, could you show the optic game? So I was like, oh, sure. No one sees this. Yeah. So I just put it. And then it went to 28,000 viewers. <laughs> and we essentially broke Discord. Incredible. So that was that was uh that was the situation. But yeah, I mean crazy. Yeah, so uh so Periscope uh I said broke Discord, broke Periscope. So yeah, we broke Periscope. It was dope. Uh and now it's a thing. It's a thing that I actually enjoy doing now. Yeah, I uh, I think I love does that I always wondered so were I were you connected to a network or how does Periscope even So I I yeah or? so like it goes off your data but like I had connection to the event Wi-Fi so I was okay, like one okay. of the only people in the venue that was I was doing 100 up 100 down so right, like, yeah. I actually was like one of the only people connected to that network Gotcha um, okay so I was a little cheater 
Uh, yeah. But, you know, it was fun. It was fun. Yeah, I, had a no, good time. I had a great time watching. It was really, it, it gave a really interesting perspective on the ongoings and, and what happens behind the scenes off stream. When you're well, not that, that's actually what I'm going to do this weekend is when yeah. I, I'm going to show all the behind the scenes of, of uh, MLG. I think it's like a live, it's like a live vlog. It's, it's a live raw vlog and it's really interesting. Yeah. And I end up, uh, so I think we're about to hit 600,000 hearts and I looked at like all the celebrities and none of them have the amount of hearts that I have. Let's go. I have so many hearts, (laughs) so many hearts. Eat your heart out celebrities. That's right. So exciting. But, uh, but yeah, uh, optic loss, phase loss, envy loss. It Rough. was uh, it was a weird, weird, weird day. Not but, the finals um, yeah. everybody predicted. No, not at all. But you know, I mean, it was still good. Uh, yeah, Rise won, so Rise won the yeah. second land of uh, Call of Duty uh, Black Ops Three, and then and then yeah. today it sucks for TSM. They got hit off by some kids online. And I just saw Phase Enable just tweeted that he that they got hit off, and uh, so they had to forfeit a couple games or something. Sucks, Actually, man. I think they're out. That's the curse of, of, of online competition, man. It's Isn't it the worst? It's just terrible. It's terrible. But in any case, of course, guys, if you don't know Wood, he's basically my co-host. So he Hey-o. joins me basically for every show. Uh, yeah. we're, you know, we're going to have to make this a thing. I like talking to you. Um, it's fun time, man. But we have some we have some guests joining us. We have Choo Choo Train. Choo Choo Train, your mic's hooked up, brother. What up, Choo Choo? Choo Choo? Choo Choo, you there? Choo Choo Kazoo? Yep, I'm here. What up, Choo Choo Train? How you doing, man? Welcome, welcome. Where are you from? From California. That's what's up. All right, we have PBS Um, joining us, and if I'm understanding this, this is the rate. This is the station. Um, So we're we're making moves, (laughs) boys. Uh, PBS, you have a mic. PBS, you there? No mic problems. Okay, he'll figure it out one day. And we have, of course, (laughs) Bronx's finest, Robski. Rob, you there? This guy. I swear to God. Look at these. If he doesn't talk, I'm gonna punch him in the dick when I see him next. Time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, f him. And then we have Street Justice. For what a moment, Justice. <laughs> I was a little worried that you were a thug. Are you a thug? Sorry, curiosity. No, I'm Canadian. Oh, no, you're the okay. farthest <laughs> thing from a thug it's you impossible. could possibly be. <laughs> okay, what's going on, guys? How's it going? Welcome to In the Booth. Um, so. I guess uh, we could kind of wrap up UMG South Carolina since I know that this has mostly been a show focused on Halo and we have North American regionals. I'm assuming Street Justice Choo Choo Train, uh, you guys are here to talk Halo, correct? Yep, that that is correct. All right. All right. So with that said, we are going to switch topics here and go to NA Regionals Overview. So we talked we talked a little bit about it last week. Lots of storylines heading into this event. No one's streaming. Uh-huh. No one's streaming. And I love it. And I love it. Everyone's getting sweaty. I'm embracing the zero dark 30 mode that these teams (laughs) are are going into right now. It's really really making me excited for all the competition because it's paid off. Renegades 9-3 EG going zero dark 30 mode. And I thought – and they haven't lost a scrim since they've gone blacked out. So I'm, I'm excited, man. I'm jumping back on the horse. So we have uh, we have some big matches coming up. Street Justice, anything in particular that you're thinking about that that, that has your attention? Honestly, the, the biggest thing on my mind is not what teams are going to make it, but what teams everyone thinks is going to make it, but they're not going to make the cut for Worlds. 
who's going to get cut out of the top eight that we think all oh, these guys, they're definitely going to make it. But there's just so many good teams. Only half these guys are going. It's crazy oh, yeah. to imagine who's going to be left out. That's very true. That's very true. What about, uh, I guess, you know, I, here's the thing. It, you know, it's the reality of it, right? It was the same way for COD champs. If you didn't make it, that was it. Done. You know, mm-hmm. you had to wait until the season began again, which is fine. Um, oh, we have Halo in the chat right now. What's up? What At Halo? Halo. That's probably oh. Tashi or Lennox, one or the other. Um, so I guess, uh, you know, storylines going to the event. EG CLG round two. Uh, yep. You know, that's a big one. Uh, Optic Halo. Do they make it? Do they fail? Mm-hmm. Triggers Pound. Mm-hmm. Do they make it? Do they fail? Because that's another team you got to keep your eye on. Um, yeah. Will Will there be a secret team that comes out? Will someone really catch us all off guard? And here's the thing. I want to get your guys' thoughts on this. Does Overdrive make a dent? Does Overdrive do it? Yes, and I'll tell you why. Because cause they picked up Monster, and that was a huge, 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 huge pickup. Was that a recent uh, pickup? Yeah, so Marbleize was not able to go, and so they had to contact 343 and MLG, and they were able to sub in Monster. And Monster is a great, great player. He didn't play in a lot of the first qualifiers just because he was focusing on Call of Duty, but then he, he had a change of heart, and he really, really liked playing Halo. So he tried to squeeze in on some of these last-second teams, and it never really worked out, and he's been playing very consistently on this new overdrive squad. They've been scrimming relentlessly the past two days and they're looking actually really good. Really? Surprisingly. Yeah. That changes things quite a bit. So oh, in yeah. their, in, uh, I have to find their group real quick. So in their pool, they're going to have CLG, Noble, Elevate, and Overdrive. Noble's been doing pretty well as of late, to my understanding. Yes. Uh, Elevate, I mean, I, I don't know. Personally, I cannot count Goofy out. So Never. I have a hard time doing that. Uh, it's a yeah. little bit of the nostalgia in me, I guess. Um, <laughs> but then you also have uh, Overdrive, who apparently is going to make some moves. Yeah, so... I think it's going to be more. They're going to put up more of a fight than I thought they were originally. I don't know if it's going to be enough to beat Noble and CLG. I think those are still my two teams, but it's going to be it's going to be an exciting pool. I think that that pool has a lot of potential to 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 cause some uproar. Okay. Okay. So, going back to pool A, which is the pool that literally everyone is looking at, <laughs> what what are we looking at here, guys? I mean, do we see uh, potentially Optic coming out of this? Does Optic come out of it? And, and I guess Choo Choo Train, we'll go over to you, brother. Uh, what okay. do you think about Optic going into pool A? How do you feel they have – how do you feel their chances are going to be? And, um, you know, this has been a hot topic as of late – you know, Dream Team's in that group as well. Does you know does Dream Team pretty much you know lay an egg like they did at, Dream, uh, at X Games, or do they actually like step it up this time around? You know, to be honest, um, I don't really watch a lot of Dream Team or Optic, but hello uh, EG, like I've been watching them a lot, especially okay. on their streams and so on and so forth. But from what I saw in the last chance qualifier, Optic seemed to you know bring things together. But um, in my opinion, I'm not sure if uh, it's enough to break through that group. Yeah, it's going to be tough. It's going to be really tough for sure. I feel like, you know, they, they have the capability. Um, mm. You know, of course, very, very good, talented teams on, on Dream Team. I, yeah. just, I just don't know if it's, if it's there yet. I think, 
I think it falls on lifestyle. Lifestyle got a little rattled last night. He actually they actually wound up stopping a scrim early because uh, Kefri, so Overdrive. They said Optic said that Overdrive got Gary too mad, and he was full. He was on full tilt. So they actually stopped the scrims. They're going to do an eleven game series, and they stopped it after only four games. So I think it has to rely a lot on what lifestyle Garrett Miller is going to bring to the table, and if he can stay within himself and perform like his team and a lot of people now know he can. Hmm. It's very true. It's very true. That's going to be a challenge without a doubt. Yep. So we have, so pool a, obviously, uh, you know, lifestyle is going to be a player to watch without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Pool C, this is the danger pool as well. A lot of people like, you know, are kind of really talking about pool a, but pool C to me, I feel like anything can happen here. Um, yeah, you know, I that's like... my favorite pool. I agree. So I guess uh, Choo Choo Train, since you you say you follow EG a lot, right? Yeah. Um, so EG's been struggling a little bit lately. Yeah, they have been. Why? Why is that? Why do you think that is? Um, I think uh, partially because after X Games they had such a big high. Some of them took a little bit of a break afterwards, and uh, the scrims weren't um, going as well as uh, they probably used to. They were used to. Uh, commonly, they probably start starting to get used to him, and he's still trying to learn to mesh with the team as yeah. far as communication-wise, because you're going to try to build up you know, years of communication they used to have with DJ. Um, you're going to try to recreate that with a new player. It's always a little bit of adjustment, I think. Very true. Very true. You know, that's why, I mean, I don't know. So we had to submit our caster picks for uh, for the event. And and, and if anyone better knows have chosen me, them to get through. Yeah, if, every, if anyone knows me, you know, like, you know, I'm just historically bad at picking pools. I never get it right, <laughs> ever. It's really, really bad. Um, so... Uh- I was like, yeah, you know, I think I I don't know I don't know if I could say like what what it is right now. I don't know if I can if I can go on record, but let's just say I did have EG winning, and 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 I almost feel like I'm regretting that now. <laughs> I I you actually know, think CLG is going to win. Well, you if, you, if what you're saying is true, and that you know you usually choose wrong, then I'm glad. Then what? Uh, hopefully they do get through. Uh, well, no, I think they're going to get through. I think EG is going to get through. <laughs> A hundred percent, I think EG's going to get through. Yeah. I mean, again, you know, you think about the pool. I, I think yeah. there's they're they're more than capable of it. You know, um, of course. They they come on, man. It's EG. Like I I, I yeah. truly just do not see that happening. And if it does, if it does, it will be the biggest upset in the history of upsets. I mean, that shit would just be bananas. Yeah, it would be a little crazy. People would, I don't would think... commit suicide. Yeah, it'd be it'd be mass, you know, don't drink the Kool Aid type deal. But I think I think we're all we're all getting thrown for a little bit of a loop here with EG. They yeah, they haven't been performing really well in the scrims, but this dates back to when they weren't performing well in that first series against CLG. I think EG is the best, best, best about learning from their mistakes. And I think that them losing these games now is so much better than them losing and dropping games while they're in pool play or after pool play. So I think they're going to learn. I think they're going to come out really, really strong. I'm going to make, I'll make a bold prediction. I don't think they even drop a game in their pool. I think they cruise right on through 
all the way to the finals. I completely uh, agree with you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. I think, I think you have a lot of people that come into the streams. I mean, I mod all their streams, basically. And um, a lot of people come into the streams and they see them lose to some teams that they're not used to seeing them lose. And everyone thinks the sky is falling, but everyone forgets their track record. And everyone forgets how well they are at adapting and, and, how, and how well they are at strategizing. And you have people that just show up to lands and just kick ass, so. Very true. I mean, oh, without a doubt, EG, they are, they are animals, you know, I mean. Absolutely. Uh, again, I, I, I'm saying that 100% EG makes it out. No question in my mind. Mm -hmm. The only thing is, do yep. they win? Do they win yeah. is, is the question. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. I personally do not feel like EG needs to win. Right? Like, yeah. they won the one that they needed to win. Right? Agreed. Lethal Agreed. made the switch. He jumped over. He, you know, everyone was like, oh, man, you know, EG sucks. Lethal, a CLG lethal. That's it, right? It's happened. And then EG goes and they win X Games and they proved... We're still one of the best teams in the world. If they yeah. traded off a win with CLG, it should just be this one. Yeah, if I mean, this should make all the drama, yeah. I think people would be more scared now if EG lost because then they'd have to face them earlier in the tournament. Can you imagine what's going through like Allegiance's mind if they have to play EG before the finals? I'm sure yeah. they want EG to cruise all the way through right as well. I'm, I'm sure they want to. They want them to beat clg as well because no one wants to play eg on land yeah yep. yeah no one wants to play no one wants to play eg on land they're disgusting i mean you know without a doubt and, and here's the thing if commonly shows up the way that he showed up at x games which is no doubt in my mind he will you know i mean we're gonna be in for a show I, and it's funny because you know at my office i work at um i work in a, a in our esports team and, you know, we, we have these meetings and, and, you know, I'm the console guy at Twitch. So I'm telling everyone what's going on. And uh, I I said, if there's one event of Halo that you want to watch, it's this one. This yeah. is it. Yeah. This is like, Absolutely. this is the big one. This is the thing that, like, you know, makes and breaks dreams. Babies will cry. You know, especially if Optic <laughs> doesn't go through. hey -o. Yeah. Uh, you know, but... <laughs> No, but like honestly, like it's, it's wild stuff, man. So yeah, pool yeah. C, who comes out of that alongside EG though? I I have envy. Um, yeah. What, what mean, do you guys think? What? I think who was it? Who was it? Um, Kratos, Kratos on Twitter. He mentioned that he thinks Denial is the better team in that pool aside from EG. Uh, so I think I like Denial. I really do. They've been playing extremely well. They've been playing people out of their pool, which is very important. Yes. And, you know, if, if one of the players on the number one seeded team says that that team is really good, then I'm going to trust them. And I'm going to go – so I'll go up Denial coming out. I, I would hate to see Ogre 2 not at Worlds. That would devastate me. But, you know, maybe maybe time is time. All right, well, here's the thing. We have Contra, Predator, uh, Boobadoobo, and, and Hook, right? Call of Duty yeah. pro player Hook. And yeah. yeah, you know what? Like, if there's a team to cause an uproar, hundred percent, yep, hundred percent, right? But yep. when I look at like Winter Fox, and even I look at Envy, like I was talking with with Diesel, 
you know, his, of course, you know, Diesel is the coach and he's like one of the managers of it. I get that. But like Diesel also, I've known him for years and he's not the guy to, you know, blow smoke up anyone's ass. Right. Like when he says ambush is the best team in Halo 4 and no one's touching him. He was right. 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 When he says, you know, I mean, he says a lot of things. I'll just be very honest. (laughs) But I think that if he says Envy is performing well, I take his word for it pretty much. Absolutely. That's just how I I feel about it. And look, who am I to judge? No one on Envy has been streaming. They they all appear offline, so you can never I can never spectate them. They it irritates dark. me. They they went super dark. At least the guys on Renegades, uh, they still appear online, so I can still spectate their scrims and see how they're playing as a team. But Envy goes zero 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 nothing. And the only way I can ever watch them play is if somebody on the opposing team forgets to appear offline because they also tell the opposing teams all go offline. So it's just I really hard. I don't to blame these them. Guys. I don't blame them. Yeah, listen, Envy, they're going in there with a chip on their shoulder. Absolutely. They're coming yeah. into that event hot. They're yeah, looking absolutely. to get they're looking to spread them cheeks and just put their face right in that ass and just <laughs> that's just what they want to do. But then absolutely, you have Winter Fox. <laughs> then you have Winter Fox. That's true. Right? And Winter Fox, I mean, again, you want to talk about talent. Ryan Noob Shooter, Randa. Domi is the only one that's a bit of a question mark, but I'm not really yeah. into all that worried because again, like, I think they're definitely uh, you know, a solid team. So what happens here? You know, I mean, we yeah. have three teams that very much deserve to go to Worlds, but only one will make it because EG, in my opinion, already have that spot on lock. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's going to be interesting. That's for sure. So well, well, EG, uh, uh, yeah, Chucho, go ahead. Yeah, EG a week ago was scrimming both, I think, Envy and Winter Fox. I don't think I've seen them scrim denial uh, recently, but... Um, I would say out of both Envy and Winter Fox, I think Envy kind of performed a little bit better and as far as against them during scrims. Now, we all know about scrim results, but um, they looked a little bit better. Um, don't underestimate McWin or even Ogre 2 and his experience. They'll pull through during uh, high-pressure situations. So that's my view on that. All right. So Envy pushing through, potentially. Anything can happen. All right. Now, let's talk about Pool D. We have another storyline coming into this tournament. Renegades versus Liquid round two. Last time Renegades met, like I said before, they got up in that ass and didn't let up. It was was consensual, but it borderlined on hate. So what happens now? Renegades, are they on tilt? Do they do it? What's what's going on? Uh, Wood, you are a ninja fanboy. I am the resident you ninja, are the ninja fanboy. Resident ninja fanboy. Tell me. <laughs> uh, does Renegade, or how are they now? Uh, they're looking fantastic, and I think it's going to be the exact same result, if not worse, for Liquid. Props to Liquid. They've gotten better, but I just think Renegade's has also gotten better. And so I think Liquid has just not caught up to them, and I think it's going to be the same result. Not because Liquid's not a good team. I just think that Renegades is the perfect team to beat Liquid because of their history and because of just the play styles that... I Like, I think APG is a great slayer, but I think Ninja uh, balances out APG. So he Ninja eliminates APG. 
And then I think Hysteria eliminates Ace. And then I think Stellar eliminates who else? Hines. I think Stellar eliminates Hines. And I think Spartan the Dog eliminates who? Who am I missing? Hysteria. Here? You mean Victory? Unlegit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Victory. Yeah. And I think, and then I think uh, Sparty outweighs Unlegit. So I think it's just it's a balance that Renegades wins, even if but, it. So does Liquid come out of the group too? Yes, they do come yeah. out of the group. But I think it's going to be like a Renegades coming out of the X Games group. It's going to be by the skin of their teeth, and it's going to be because the other team lost, not because they won. Yeah, I think it's very much um, as close to the 50-50 as you get between the But I agree. Um, I think Renegades has a little bit of a an edge on Team Liquid. Although Team Liquid, I think X, X Games is a really good kick in the pants for them. They got way better. Um, you know, watching them, you know, play against EG yeah. and Scrims, they got way better than they were before X Games. So, um, it'll be interesting to see what they bring. But but here's the thing, and coach coach is in the chat, the one and only coach main, right? Halo yeah. Halo standout. He says Victory X played terrible last event. He did. He was not he played, that he played good. awful. And and I like Victory X was the, was like one of the big big storylines everyone's like yo victory x bro he's back bro yeah he's back like yeah. he's a savage again yeah I mean, spartan the dog even said that victory x is probably his fa- victory x right now is, is spartan the dog's favorite teammate ever and that's saying a lot uh so that's i, I can't imagine victory x playing as bad as he did his x games two events in a row that was probably the worst he's ever played so I, it's not i don't think it's even in the realm of possibility that he plays that poorly again i mm-hmm. hope not i hope not Oh boy, it's it's it's. I'm telling you, man, it's gonna be fun. I uh, I can't wait. So um, I think last week uh, the caster list wasn't announced, mm-hmm. right? Or last in the booth, I believe. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And absolutely. you you asked me about Puckett, and yeah, I did. Uh, so I'm gonna be very honest. I actually had no idea Puckett was gonna be casting this event. Um, yeah. It was actually a surprise for me as well. Uh, I knew that it was going to be myself. I knew it was going to be uh, uh, Benson, um, Walshy, Strong Side. You know, I knew that was the rotation. I didn't know about Puckett. So very excited. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, it's kind of a, uh, a a piece off my bucket list, a check off my bucket list to cast Halo with Puckett. So hopefully, yeah. I get to do it. Uh, I I think my knowledge of the game has stepped up immensely. So I'll right. probably just come in and fill. The color roll while Puckett does the play-by-play, and I'm completely fine with that. Um, yeah, I think that will work out extremely well. Yeah. That's that's the only thing I was worried about. I know he's been grinding with Benson. Uh, Benson's Halo terrible, though. Halo. He's 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 terrible. <laughs> he is. I, I know I, no, I, he, no, 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 no. Great commentator. One of the best that there ever is. But Halo player, straight cheeks. Your oh, boy, yeah? I, I gave him the hands. I gave him the hands. I was like, I throwing them guns. I was like, Gave him the hands, bopped him, bopped him oh, in the man. head. Batchy was there. Oh, ba- Bashford was there. He witnessed it. He saw his hood. Shit. Oh man. But That's no, no, I love Benson. Uh, I'm gonna yeah. see if I can one v one him at the event. Uh, hey. and, and, per- and periscope it. That's that's my nice. That's my goal. Nice. Um. So we lost PBS. PBS couldn't get his mic working, unfortunately. Um. All right. So you know, obviously, it's you know very exciting to have Puckett back. Um. Yep. You know that that should be pretty fun. And, uh, you know, I think overall this is a pretty solid casting team. Of course, I would love to have Bravo and Sims there. I mean, like, yeah. for me, you know, like, having Rich and, and Bravo is, is fantastic. But I'm going to say this, though. If we get 
even like you can eliminate me from the equation and you have just those guys with Sims and Bravo, you have like the greatest casting team that Halo could possibly ever have going into a world championship. And I am so excited um, because when I came in back in H2A, that was one of the bigger complaints. And one of the things that I told 343 was, listen, you know, we have these guys who are just so freaking knowledgeable of the game. We have yeah. strong side. We have Walshy. And when I casted with Sims and Wonderboy, and if, if we get Wonderboy and Onset out there too, like, mm-hmm. dude, Gaskin as well, like, these guys are amazing. And we had no one, no one at the start of H2A. It was just me and Bravo. You know? Yeah. I mean, it was so desperate. We had to bring Maven's sorry ass out to an event. <laughs> you know? And now. Man, where was I when that was happening, man? PGL. We were PGL. We had Maven there. <laughs> um, So, I honestly, I'm just like, dude, this is, uh, yeah. This is great. I, I... It's such a great step for Halo to be able to bring the likes of Puckett back into into Halo. I think it was just an incredible step. I don't know what it took behind the scenes or if maybe yeah. he really enjoyed casting that one event at the X Games. I don't know what it was, but I'm just happy to have him back, and I hope he's happy to be back. Well, I also do I think, think we, we have a lot of games, too. That's, you know, sorry to cut you yeah. off. We, we also no, have no, no, like, no. every game's a best of five. Um, yeah, that was so exciting to hear. Yeah. I think that wasn't that just announced the other day. Yeah, but I I knew about that for a while. So was, like, that's really cool. Yeah, so like I I think that that also kind of played a a role into it because you know with every game being a best of five, that would pretty much mean that like we're gonna be swamped. So actually having that extra play by play is pretty uh it it, it actually is pretty helpful. Um, because yeah, if you think about it, like your play-by-play guys, so Puckett, Ben, fill that, fill that role. Walshy and Strongside fill the uh, color role, and then I could do the, both. Right. So um, that's pretty much what I'm, where I'm thinking right now is, uh, is what we're doing. It's a great uh, cast. Oh yeah, man. Maven. Maven was at UGC, not PGL. That's what Tashi said. So we found out who the Halo account guy is. It's the one and only Tashi. What up, Tashi? My strudel brother. Not a lot of people know about that story. We'll keep it. We'll keep it that way. Just <laughs> on the DL. On the DL. Um. <laughs> so anyway, back back to the discussion though. We have uh. So before we get Kelby in here, we're gonna have Kelby join uh separately in a little bit. Um, talk briefly about EG going into worlds and you know his thoughts on on everything going on with Halo in general. Oh, yeah. uh, which that reminds me. Let me see if he's good for it, because that would be awkward if I'm like, hey, Kelby, you good? Hey, you good? Waiting for him to respond. Um, on you. Here we go. We have, uh, we, have, we have Optic. That's the story, man. That's the story I'm going to keep going back to. Do they do it? Do they do it, guys? Does the uh, green wall it's... stand strong going into Columbus, Ohio? Does the house that Adam Apicella built Stand strong with the green wall. Yeah, just for just for viewership alone, I really want Optic to find their way out of Group A, but I I don't know with Dream Team. Who's the team that will stop them? Who's the team that will stop them? I, God, I I was hoping not to have to say anything about Group A. I mean, Team Allegiance is going for sure. I think we can all agree on that. Yeah, yeah. 
I I think I think Trigger's Pound has got that second spot. I we got I, we got commonly it. in the chat by the way, Street Shout Justice, who just Hammy. said no. Hammy said up, no. Uh oh. <laughs> Hammy said, "Hey, Street Justice, I respect your hustle. Here's this hot fire. No. <laughs> I, I can respect that. I, I mean, I'm I'm just not. I my feeling has changed on optic, knowing." Well, okay, here's the thing: they they performed extremely well in scrims, and that's mm. just and that's saying a lot because they're a team that recently formed and recently won the LCQ. So there's a lot of hype surrounding that. So I don't like. I don't. It's just gonna be really hard to beat Triggers Pound. Dream. I'm not worried about Dream Team. I think Dream Team was a made made for points, made just to get to regionals and have the experienced team. I think Triggers Pound is the team to beat, and I just don't know. If the green wall can overcome the former green wall in assault and his squad. Um, all right. So honestly, man, I have optic coming out. I do. Whoa. I have him coming out. Listen, brave. I don't know. It's brave. Oh no. It's bold. <laughs> if you have to see the other cast of predictions too, man, it is rough. It is rough. Yeah. Um, the struggle is indeed very real. I have to hit up my boy Mike Ross so I can learn about the struggle even more. But mm-hmm. seriously, though, they could do it, man. Like anything's possible. Anything. <laughs> Coach Main says Dream Team equal happy to be there, <laughs> dude. Coach Main, I want to get Agreed, Coach Main on the show Coach. so bad because he is Agreed, a freaking Coach. savage. He yeah. is a savage. Like Optic could make it, but if there was another team that comes out, I say Triggers Pound. Like, yeah. hands down. Yeah. And, and 10 extra points for their name. <laughs> oh, yeah, what were you sure. saying about your uh, your uh, luck with uh, picks lately? Oh, you need to shut your damn <laughs> mouth, choo-choo. <laughs> okay. I am a brilliant picker. No, I, I, I struggle. I don't know. I don't know, boys. It's, it's, it's looking risky. It's yeah. looking risky. I mean... I mean, look. If anything... If anything happens... Optic could just blame me. Hello. So, oh, and we have Kelby right yeah, now. Kelby, mute your mic real quick for me if you don't mind. Yeah, mute sure. Your mic. Sorry about that. Savage Kelby here. This Kelby is a savage. <laughs> don't trust him. Uh, I mean, it's just. So, but um, yeah. I, I'm more worried about what yeah. what happens to Optic afterwards. I really, I know in in the most recent Vision episode, Flame was saying that he he would be in California drinking with nade shot making videos with nade shot and uh maniac kind of just like faded into the distance and said he'd be chilling in his room with all the lights off for a couple weeks but um you know i don't know who knows what happens i like the the current optic cast if you will and yeah i think they're i'm excited to see i think they're fantastic again you know i i i want them i truly want them to make it you know i i have I have faith that they could, but it's going to be very tough. You know, right. I am I am worried. I, I you know, like it's it's going to be tough. But here's the other thing too, right? Like more so than not, I think you know the last chance qualifier just proved that optic is just good for viewership. And like, oh, yeah. dude, I would it it was huge. Like the amount of viewers that we had for that event or for on Flamestream alone yeah. was just absurd. Oh, crazy. But would it be? Here, would it be out of possibility to if if optic loses to like 
what if Flame comes back and casts? Is that a possibility? Because even even having Flame Sword just cast would bring in optic viewers. Well, I, I think for one, at, at that... Worlds, we should definitely have players there as casters right. for the guys right. who don't make it. Because I mean, I think I think it's proven that that that's amazing, right? Yeah, it's super um, fun to watch. Yeah, man, and Flame. I mean, you know, it's Flame. Why yeah, not? he's I mean, a great. Yeah, he's a great guy. He's, they're both all. They're all really great, especially Flame at public speaking and speaking in general and and casting and talking in these vlogs and. They're a personality. That's why their videos do so well. The videos yeah. don't do well because they're Halo players. Their videos do well because they have excellent personalities. And I think that's that's what brings in a lot of the viewers. It's just a fun, likable personality. And I think having that, if they don't win at Worlds, would be exceptional. I think it'd be great. Yeah, well. All right, guys. We're going to get Kelby in. So before Kelby. we let you guys go, uh, predictions, choo-choo train, who's winning regionals? EG all the way. Shout out to my boys, the Borg. All right. EG all the way. Street Justice. CLG. No doubt. CLG. Oh, God. Wood, are you picking Renegades, you savage? Renegades, baby. Saddle up, boys. <laughs> You're doing it? Are you seriously <laughs> saying Renegades? I'm seriously saying Renegades because they destroyed EG and Scrims, and I think EG is tilting. I love my EG boys. Shelly, do not yell at me. I know you're in the chat. Oh, Don't boy. yell at me, Shelly. But... I think Renegades is gonna they're gonna sweep. No, they're not gonna sweep. But they're gonna play really, really Damn. well. Yeah, you're calling for like them to Shelly murder him. <laughs> anyway, uh I don't I, of course not to say Renegades is bad, but you know, kinda have EG winning. Anyway, yeah uh, guys, thank you so much for joining me. Conversation, of course, as always, uh has been incredible. And uh I you guys will see me comment, comment, barely commentating. Halo. This weekend. Thanks for having us. Are any of you guys going to regionals, by the way? I, I will wish. Be there. You will be there, Choo Choo? Yep, I will be there with the most EG swag ever. Dude! Yo, we're getting you on nice. Periscope, bro. We're going to do in the booth recap on Periscope. You and me. We're oh, going to make, make it happen. All right, guys. Just look for the short Asian couple with the EG stuff on. We'll do. We'll do. If you find me, high five. High five me. All right. That'll All right. work. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll, we'll we'll talk soon. Take it easy. Thanks hey. for having us. Yeah. All right, guys. That's going to do it for our guest today. But now we are joined by... We are now joined by the one and only... The darling of Good Game. Halo's finest. <laughs> Kelby, what's going on, brother? How you feeling? Good. How are you, man? Welcome to the show. Thank you. So we had a heated discussion heated. about what uh, what the plan is. What what's what's the plan? What's the deal? What's going on? But I gotta ask you, how's EG doing, man? From the perspective of a person who whose job is literally to take care of them. Uh, I think I think EG's doing well. Um... I always think it's funny on the forums. I heard you guys talking earlier about uh, scrim results. Mm -hmm. I have been the number one proponent since like back in the the Halo three days on the MLG forums that I used to frequent nonstop all the time. That uh, scrim results are a hilarious thing to look at as an indicator for land performance. People always look too seriously at online results. It's never been a super great indicator of lands. Even like these major team lands that they would have before yeah. MLG tournaments were not a super great indicator. It's just completely different. Uh, like, I think it's hilarious that people are seriously doubting EG when the team has not lost a land in 11 months. 
but, but granted, granted, thing. it's a granted, it's a different roster. Yeah, uh, and I'm not saying that like they're a lock to win the event or anything like that. But like to say that the team is like slumping or in dire straits or anything like that is like it's literally hilarious to me. Uh, obviously, I think that it will be an EG CLG final again, um, and that it will be a good series again. Uh, could there be an upset along the way? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. But um, to say that the sky is falling because they have some bad online results for a game whose servers have been shit the past month. <laughs> and admittedly, like, Eric was playing from Canada after X Games. Which we all know. Like, I mean, Canada, Coach Mays from Canada. I mean, look what we got with, with that, yeah, you know? Yeah, like, they, they took suffer. a bit of a break. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, would, I personally... I'm not worried just like I wasn't worried before X Games, just like I'm never worried. Like, people always doubted CLG in Season 2 for H2A when they were having terrible online results. And every single final, before like before every single event, people were like, oh, CLG's doing terrible online. They're not going to do well at this event. And every single final is CLG, EG. Like, it's not a great indicator. It's it's not. It's yeah. if if online results were everything, then Allegiance would have won X Games, but they didn't, and like people knew that they wouldn't. Like <laughs> I don't know. So you and I at the office, we we go back and forth all the right. time. Yeah. About this next particular topic. Yeah. Um. You feel one way, I feel the other. Right. Right. Okay. And that topic is 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 brick by brick, the green wall forms. Oh yeah. Does yeah, the yeah. green wall form? Over Halo World Championships, do they make it to Worlds? You, you said numerous no. times, two two letter words, shutting it down. Yeah, I just uh, I don't think they're gonna beat Triggers Pound. Uh, okay. Like, there's there's nothing that I've seen. Granted, I haven't seen this uh, this Optic team play Halo Five on land. The really hard thing that people keep forgetting is that we only have one LAN event to go off of for results in this game. Uh, yeah. Like we are only going to have two LAN events for this game before the biggest tournament in Halo history, which I also think is hilarious. But whatever, they decided to do the format how they decided to do the format. Um, the results now uh, are not going to be super indicative of the team's long-term results. That being said, Optic kind of like they don't have other opportunities to test themselves and get some chemistry on LAN prior to this event. They have to find it now, and I don't think that they will be able to find it over Trigger's Pound, who is just like three players, as we've talked about in the office, who have so much professional experience yeah. and are very good players in uh, in other Halo tiles. We haven't seen any of them on land to this point. Uh, it would be very surprising to me, based on the just based off of you know what I've seen, Optic like going through the last chance qualifier. They were not impressive at all to me. Uh, they were playing some really bad teams, um, comparatively, obviously, in the mm-hmm, grand scope mm-hmm. of things. Very good things. But uh, they did not seem super impressive to me. I am expecting Trigger's Pound to beat them and make it out of groups. But obviously, for the health of the game, it is in everybody, aside from Trigger's Pound's best interest, that Optic does make it through because they command a lot of viewership. When Flamesword was getting the viewers that he was getting during the Last Chance Qualifier, it was awesome. Uh, so for that reason... It would probably be good if they make it out. I just don't anticipate them to do so. Okay. 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 But I know you want that juice. I know you really want that juice. That's not... 
you know what? It isn't so much about the juice. It's so much that, I, you know, I've seen this team definitely put in the work. And, you know, it paid off. I know that it's very Triggers easy. Pound isn't trying. Oh, no, definitely. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, dude, what a turnaround. This team was, like, this team was ass. Like, right? straight ass. You know, like, I'm sorry. And, I love Flame. I love Maniac. Yeah. But, like, the truth was they were ass. Right. And then they won a tournament where but they won a all tournament. the good teams were not in it. Doesn't matter. They won a tournament. tournament. Probably one of that could have been the most flukiest freaking tournament in the history of Halo. It was like a, a god, ungodly amount of teams in yeah. this tournament. Yep. Yep. No, it's true. Open and, tournaments are real tough. And they, they breezed through besides two matches against two good teams. Cooked and then the final. Right. Now they're at regionals and they're facing better teams. Uh... I don't, I don't know. feel like and Ninja Boo says in the chat they're still ass. I don't feel like they're ass. I I, I don't feel like they're still ass. Well, I think we they're see. a substantially better team. We will see in a very short period of time. Very true. Very true. Very short. So you're going to be there. You're gonna yeah, be I'm event. going. I'm we're we're on the same flight. We are on the same flight. So we're going to talk more. Yeah, on the plane right there, which is yeah, exciting. Exactly. We're the we're the only two people at Twitch that talk about Halo, pretty right. much like all the time. Yeah. Which is, which is but it's hilarious. okay because we're also probably the two best people at Halo at the Twitch office. So that's, very true, and I'll we're also that. the two best looking people at the. Uh, Twitch office. There are some, there are some pretty good looking people at the no, Twitch office. Disagree completely. Okay, all right, hundred percent. I mean, not on the engineering team, maybe, but uh, <laughs> God, I'm just kidding. I'm pew, just pew. kidding. Oh man, just kidding. Engineers. Engineer, no engineers. I mean, the, the engineers show. are responsible for the so for the site. So engineers I, are the reason why the show even exists. Yeah, yeah. So I just they, do sponsorships. I can be I can be replaced. Those guys are the the real the real <laughs> real MVPs. All right. Yeah. So we talked about Pool A. Allegiance though, uh, is Allegiance showing up this time around? Are they or is it going to be the same thing? They're super like at X Games. They were really really inconsistent. Uh, I think that they have the... It was kind of like Denial last year. Or, yeah, I guess technically last year. Season 1, Season 2 of H2A. Like, that Denial team would show up at events, and sometimes they were just, like, crazy scary good. Like, like especially when Mikwin used to get on fire, man. Like, that guy was... Whoa, he was... He was when he was on. He was the toughest slayer in, in H two A. Oh, dude, his uh, sniper on lockdown. Oh Oof. god, it's just disgusting. Um, I think that uh, Allegiance has that potential. I personally see. I have some philosophical issues with that team. I don't think that Nated's form of communication is productive at all in a team <laughs> environment. Like it is. It is. Do, it is, do explain, please. Well, it, it obviously works with certain personalities. Some personalities, this would really, really piss them off. But certain personalities, like, you know, gets you going, gets you into it, gets you super hyped. It's really, really hard to hear. Like, when they were doing the listen-ins at the X Games events, like, <laughs> it is not an objectively effective way to have your messages and call-outs heard. And also, like, it can potentially place, I imagine, a lot of stress on your teammates if you are, like, yelling at them for things to happen. Uh, I'm not going to, you know, make inferences in regards to how L-Town and, you know, the other guys on Kratos and the other guys on the team respond to that. I'm not saying that it does cause stress, but it could potentially do so. Also, just, like, it just drowns out other but, but like guys making But, like, one of the things that Halo just gets super hyped, though, right? Like, that's yeah, always been and, like and, and they didn't win the tournament. They lost. No, but, but, but if you look at Nated on Saturday... 
Any, CLG or excuse me, Friday. Communicate like that, and EG does not communicate like that. Very true. They like they. It's much much easier to hear information when you don't have a shit ton of people like yelling all at the same time. You know, my, like my, at least not that loud. Like, my favorite. It's, it's like static coming through my ear. I was like ah. But I don't know. If it works for them, it works for them. But also, like, he's super up and down. We saw on Saturday, he was super high energy. And then on Sunday, the energy in his call-outs are not there at all like that. Yeah. Is that something that then, yeah, like, your team is just like, he's not with it. We're not going to win today. Does that put something in their head? I don't know. Uh, But it's, I think that they, they played really, really well during certain series. Uh, I think that that team played better on land than I expected them to. They're really untested, obviously. Yeah. That's the thing. You don't know how these guys are going to show up and play. Um, it's not impossible for them to win the event. If there was a team besides EG or CLG that would win the event, I would definitely say they are my pick to do so. Uh, that being said, I think that outside of EG or CLG, it's really, really slim odds. So I remember on the Beyond forums, it was a post. It was like, uh, like basically mocking, like, uh, like a write up of like what the caster said. So it was like, well, we're gonna go into a listening with allegiance, and then it was like native, <laughs> like that. It's just like yeah. hilarious. Well, the one shot someone was referencing it in the chat. It was like, watch out, watch out. Like there are times where like it, it's it's super hype, and there are times where yeah. you're just like, all right, man, chill it out. You could do this, if, you know? If, if Nated were on EG, Ryan would be like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, so you cannot, you that cannot do that. That's a point. I want to ask. Wiz is here. You know, I want to see if you could talk about it. Did you guys offer EG a spot? Going Nated into... a spot? No, no. So oh, when... Yeah, offer this is This is what happened. Uh, I, was at, I was at dinner with, with Brittany, my girlfriend, and also I think I was... Who else was with us? When when TJ got let go, I think we were Travis or something. Yeah, we were Travis Gafford, uh, mm-hmm. who's from League of Legends scene, if you don't know him. Um, but uh, yeah, we were at dinner. Ryan gives me a call, and he's like, TJ left the team. And I'm like, oh, great. And they were like, right now, our top considerations are Nated and Commonly. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, I personally... Maybe I shouldn't. I, that's fine. Well, I no, can, you I, could say you could say. I, I don't think it was particularly bad, right? Like it doesn't fit no, no, with no, the team I just, style that you that you know. I I was for. I did not know anything about uh, about commonly really. I hadn't seen a lot of his gameplay. Um, I am not the over. I am not the overriding decision maker when it comes to roster changes. Mm-hmm. I do have influence, and obviously, like I'm the manager of the team. And stuff like that. But I've always, since I've ever managed teams with CLG and stuff like that, I've always relied on the professional players to handle their areas of expertise and for them to trust me to handle my areas of expertise, which is, you know, sponsorships and stuff like that. So in rosters, I just I just came out and said to them, when we picked up TJ the first time, I was the one who recommended TJ or was mm-hmm. involved in that process, uh, strongly recommending him. I, for this one, we were deciding between Nate and Commonly. I just immediately was not for Nated uh, because he, I did not think that he would vibe super well with the team. And also uh, I would much, much, much rather skew towards somebody who is young and moldable and will probably have a lot of drive, see this as a much bigger opportunity, commonly coming from a smaller team 
uh, not being as an, as an established name, coming into a space with really respected people. He's 18. He's going to look up to these guys and be really, really moldable, whereas Nated has obviously been playing the game professionally for over a decade. He's pretty set in his ways. Yeah. Uh, and, like, also, like, as he's, he's probably, he's past his prime, uh, certainly, like, just biologically uh, in regards to playing the game. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, because, like, if, well, it, yeah, like, if... It's probably if not there yet. The Brown Brothers decide we're done. Right. Right? You can still have a buildable team around Snipedown and Connolly. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. It's, because, it's, something, you know. it's, it's a much more long-term decision. I would always rather make a, a roster change for, the, for long-term success instead of just, you know, you know patching up a, a problem yeah. for a short-term And I want to clarify. You didn't mean prime isn't, like, skill-wise. Talking about age-wise. Okay, people, because in gaming, believe it or not, yeah. when you're 25, 28, when you're my age, you know, your your hand, your, your thumbs just don't work anymore. Not yeah. the way they used to. And as you get older, your slang ability, all these different things. And you could say, and I knew it was going to pop up. Someone says, oh, ask Tuger. Sure. Yeah. But Ogre Tom. 2, Halo 1, Halo 2 is not the same Ogre 2 who's playing Halo 5 today. Yeah, no, you can ask Tom. Somebody says, ask Tuger, ask Tom about his hands and how they are now compared to when he was 22, 23. He will tell you about them. Like, it is much, much harder for him to put in as many hours now as when he did when he was younger. Hell yeah, dude. It, like, I didn't even play professionally. Yeah. And it hurts me to this day. I right. have I have the first, station, first stages of tendonitis. Yeah. You know, I'm, like I'm 27 now. It's when I was grinding H3 in college. I was. I feel like I have a much higher. I had a much higher skill ceiling then than now because like my hands hurt much quicker than when they yeah. did when I was like you know 21, 22. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. But I just think that you know like it, that makes a lot of sense, right? That does make a yeah. lot of sense. Um, you know, and and for you, it's just like hey, let's have a let's have a young player on the team. Which right. was essentially what happened with TJ, and I could totally see that. And also to clarify, uh, people were like, "Oh, he said let go, you know, release from his contract." That's basically what that means, people. So you know, it, it's like stop reading too much into it. Don't be a dick. Moving forward, anyway. <laughs> Love you guys. Um, all right, but that makes sense. That makes sense, and I think you know, commonly certainly was a good pick. Uh, you know, I think he, he certainly has played exceptionally well at X Games without a doubt. Uh, you know, they won that event, so that proved that. Um, <laughs> but now going into regionals, right, you know, the team kind of took a little time off. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, one of the things um, that I think it was a you or was it Wood who said it was that, you know, they got a little lax after X Games and decided to, to chill out a bit because, you know, they had time uh you know you mentioned uh, snipe down went to canada go visit yeah. uh, his girlfriend you know it's everything kind of just chilled out for a bit do you think it's gonna affect them going in the regionals event? i like, think what? it definitely can affect them yeah uh i i'll i didn't i wasn't personally aware of what the scrimming situation was like uh until ryan and i had a conversation about it like a week ago i don't mm-hmm. think that the team has put ideal preparation into this event if we're being transparent that being said uh this event it's the qualifier for worlds it's a fifty thousand dollar prize pool it's a big event it is not the two million dollar tournament i am not saying that the team shouldn't try i'm not saying that blah 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 anything like that 
obviously. But I do not think that anybody on the team would say that they had put the ideal amount of preparation into this event. Also, it's it was a it's a pretty quick short turnaround. Uh, what we're looking at ultimately from X Games to this, for sure. Where it is it is going to be a little bit longer of a turnaround from from this to Worlds. Uh, so I don't think that the team has put in ideal preparation because you know Eric was in Canada. And it's tougher to practice from there. Um, and they just they didn't play as many series as they did before X Games. I think before X Games, they, they, they all said that they worked really, really hard yeah. and put in like a ridiculous amount of effort. Um, so, I mean, that being said, ultimately what it's going to come down to probably, uh, the preparation can and, you know, will help, but... With top teams, what we see usually is like on Sunday when they're playing in the finals, and everybody who plays Halo knows this. Uh, you have you have days where you play good, and you have days where you play great, and you have days where you play bad. Yep. Uh, and ultimately, no matter like if I've been playing for like two weeks on end up to that point, or I've been playing like every other day or something like that, it just it just happens. And one team is going to play better that day. And obviously you want to do as much preparation as possible to put yourself in the best position to play as well as you can uh, during that series. But um, I think that probably come Sunday, it will just be which team plays better. It, it was pretty apparent to me at X Games that they're both very, very close right now. And I don't know if a significant enough period of time has passed in between those two events for... Uh, relative levels of preparation to have significantly altered those odds. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. We will it's, see. So, all right. So, you know, but you're confident EG comes out of their group. EG comes out of their group? Yes. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm asking you, I'm like, it's a tough group. That EG comes out of their group. Pool C is a tough group. <laughs> I think that I, I, I'm confident that EG will come out of their group. Uh, it it would be difficult to predict otherwise. Okay, I uh, I'm predicting all of the favorites to come out of their groups. I think we have the exact including Liquid. Picks. Yeah, of course. So you think Liquid comes out of their group as a first seed? No, 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 no. Oh, okay, uh, I think Renegades will come out ahead of Liquid. Um, it will be Renegades, Liquid, uh, Allegiance, Triggers Pound, uh, which I guess Triggers Pound numerically isn't the favorite, but. Whatever, EG, Envy, and uh, you don't think Triggers Pound is numerically the favorite? I, I actually doesn't DT uh, have more points? Oh, you're talking about numerically points wise, yeah. Yeah, but like you know, you're talking about like you know player wise. I think everyone's kind of saying Triggers Pound, like you know. Well, Team Liquid isn't the. I think people are predicting Renegades to be the better team than Team Liquid right now, right? Didn't Renegades have better results than them at uh at X Games as well? Uh, yeah, they did. They, well, wait, Renegades, better results than Trigger's Pound? Or no, 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 then Liquid. They oh, beat then Liquid. Liquid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, well, no, no, wait, 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 hold on. Didn't they? Or am I high? Um, For clarification, I'm not high. Let's see. Uh, no, Liquid's above them by one seat. Right, by so points. By points, but, yeah, sorry. Yeah, okay. Right. Sorry about that. No, no, uh, you're good. Yes. But, okay, so, makes sense. Um, But, if you did... Had, let, let's talk. So, you're pretty dead set that optics not getting out of this. I don't think it's impossible. I think it's unlikely. Okay. I think we are more likely to see 
I think we are more likely to see an upset on the way to the finals than Optic getting out of their group. Ooh, wow. I think we are more likely to see a non-CLG EG finals than Optic getting out of their group. Neither is, like, super crazy to me, by mm-hmm. any stretch of the imagination, but I think it's, like, 70-30 that EG CLG finals, and I think it's 70-30 that Optic doesn't make it out of their group. Okay. Pool B. So this yeah. one, I think everyone knows CLG's coming out of this one. Right. Right. Does Noble come out, Elevate, or Overdrive? Mm, I don't know a lot about... I don't think Overdrive will. Um, I haven't seen Noble or Elevate uh, on land. Yeah. So that's I agree. really tough. Well, but keep in mind, though, I mean, Noble consists of veterans. Oh, they got laser focus on their team. I know. So... Uh, they're they're gonna be uh, actually never mind. We're not gonna make that comment. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I think Noble and Elevate will be close. If I had to like pick one, I would say Noble, um, because the guys I think feel like Noble is the stronger team. But that being said, these guys are not like I haven't seen them play Halo Five on land. This yeah. which is which is what's hilarious is so many of these teams are gonna be playing Halo Five on land for the very first time to determine whether or not they get to go to the biggest tournament in Halo history. Very true. Like, that's kind of funny, but, but it, also, it, is, it is what it is. I, I would say to play devil's advocate, though, I think that it's pretty exciting because there is, like, an, an aura of mystery. Oh, no, it's very, very exciting for the spectator. I just don't think in regards to having the best competitive buildup in regards to determining... Who is actually the best at this game? It is the best way to have it being done. Like, ideally, in my mind, uh, you would have, like, an entire season with lots of competition before the biggest tournament in your history, right? Mm -hmm. Like you see in traditional sports, like you see in every other esports league. uh, Keep in mind, though, COD Champs for many years was not like this, though. It was just like this. Right. COD Champs I don't was, think was... that I don't think that that's smart, and they transitioned away from that. They now do the Call of Duty World League. Still uh, done online, have, though. Right. It's Still done no on... events besides this one that happened this weekend. Yeah. Also, so... not, not great. They don't have the resources to... And they're taking it in-house, but they don't have the resources or are not choosing to invest the resources that Riot does to have live weekly competition. Uh, everybody has third-party... Uh, executions for their events yeah. leading up to their championships. If you're going to take it in house, and you're but, not but going also, to like, not everyone is the most popular video game. Oh in no, the I'm not world. saying that it's you a reasonable I mean? expectation yeah, to it's, do that. That's what I'm Obviously, I think that like it's fine for Call of Duty or for Call of Duty World League uh, to to do their format the way yeah. that it is. That being said, it does not prepare teams the best. And like, look look what we saw at UM, uh, UMG. Yeah, all the online teams that were performing well, like didn't perform well at UMG, and we had like crazy results. Very online true. has never been a great indicator for LAN results. People always forget every fucking tournament in history, and it's like, whoa! You see what happens? This is so crazy. But except but it's not. Doesn't CS do a lot of online though? Uh, for qualifiers, yeah. But I mean, all the top teams get invites. For events, so it's just like Dota, like the EG Dota team hasn't had to play a qualifier for a tournament 
in well, yeah, I mean, they're the freaking like world champions. Their, their game also is not as derivative and does not change as much as, like, Halo title to Halo title or Call of Duty title to Call of Duty title. Very true, very true. Where it's a completely new game on new... Well, Call of Duty, not really a new engine. I think for most titles, it's the same engine. I'm not super familiar with Call of Duty. Uh, but, like, every Halo title is, like, it's pretty new shit. Yeah. Um. So... But that's the thing, though, right? Like, and, and Andrew says it. I'm going to reference him again. He says, you know, online told us that CLG and EG were the top teams and that ALG was a top team. Uh, I do think that the – I think that it had more to deal <laughs> with the structure of the actual competition more so than it being online, right? If, if You know, I understand that that is not, like, the most ideal Oh, argument. you're talking about single elim? Yeah, like, I think best of three single elim with a breakout mix in there was just bad. Oh, Right, yeah, like that was just that was just not good. No. Um, you know, breakout should have just been a game f- uh, best of five game type. MLG and, and... has best of five groups now. That's sick. Yeah, I know. I'm actually very excited for that. Yeah. Um, that just means we're gonna be stuck there casting for yeah. so long. It's it's <laughs> just I think that not having land results is really really disadvantageous for every team that's not like a CLG or an EG that doesn't have veteran players that have dozens of land tournaments and being on main stage under their belt like for for like selfishly as you know somebody who works with you know all the top premier esports organizations and employs you know these like eg and clg and stuff it's advantageous for us it's not in my personal best interest to move away from this format but as a fan and somebody who wants to see the best halo possible played uh, and really give an opportunity for up-and-coming players to come into the space and make names for themselves, it's very, very difficult, I feel, for somebody who does not have a lot of professional land experience to come in and beat, like, Roy, Snipedown, and Lunchbox. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, it's so different playing on land versus playing online. It is so different. Very true. It's not no, easy. I mean, it, you, it, you, it, play, you play 95% of your... You play 99% of your games from your home, set, home setup in one setting, and then you are a completely different scenario with completely different circumstances and pressure, and, like, your teammates are there, and it's just... It's very... You don't have the same chair. Your desk is not the same position. Yeah, your exactly. monitor is, like, blah, blah. It's, it's not even about connection, which, right. don't get me wrong, I mean, right now, things have been a little shaky. Yeah. But... It's more or less about the environment. It's right, the environment, exactly. right? I mean, you know, to my understanding, MLG sold that bitch out. MLG Arena is going to be crowded, yep. crowded tomorrow, yep. which I, or 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 Friday, right? And this weekend, which I'm pumped about. Everyone's going to be watching these games. It's going to be sick. Everyone's going to go nuts for each matchup. You know, mm-hmm. it's going to feel like super personal and super old school. And that environment alone, with 200 screaming fans inside of an arena, and let me tell you, the acoustics of that building, have yeah. you ever been to the MLG? No, arena? I actually haven't. Before, okay. So this is going to be cool for let me. Let me tell you, it's a, it's small, right? But like, <laughs> yeah. it's to the point where if I'm yelling, you will hear me. Yeah. You will hear me loud and clear. And, and the other part, too, is that MLG doesn't have booths, right? Oh, God. It's like, <laughs> like they did at X Games. This is it's nice. open. That's cool. I'm. I got. Yeah. There's no glass I, they in between. They have had me booths the in the past, though. right? No, they have the booths. Yeah, they do. But like their booths are done differently. There's no okay. glass in between them. Like I could, huh. unless they added glass. But when I was there for the Totino's Invitational and the right. Star Wars thing, 
you yeah. could clearly see the players. It, it, it was all there. Nice. So and there's going to be a lot of beyond kids going, I know. So there will be a lot of people in the audience who are competitors themselves yeah. and really appreciate the game. And I've always, the, one of the things I really appreciate about the fighting game community in particular is that I see as you get more and more competitors in the audience and people who understand the game better and better, they usually tend to be the more engaged and loud crowd. Yeah. And those are really, really fun events when you have loud crowds. So I, I hope that it is a, a loud event. Well, I, I, I was like, I uh, went on the forums because, you know, they have that thread. And I was like, hey, guys, I hope you're loud because, like, this, this, the acoustics in that building is pretty dope. And mm-hmm. uh, everyone's like, yeah, man, do you think they allow Vuvuzelas? <laughs> I was just like, dude, that would be the shittiest thing in the world, but also the best. Uh, so, yeah. So, I guess before we, before we end it, um, we did go a little over, but that's because I had you waiting for, you know, Wood, Wood could literally talk for an hour. Uh, which is why I love having him on the show. Um, so there's been a, a we're, we're not going to get into too much detail now. Mm-hmm. Um, we will save it for another show. But there was some discussion brought up mm-hmm. about radar. Right. And Lethal went on the forums recently and basically said, you know, if you think this plays a factor into anything, you know, then you're wrong. Of TJ course, is people, the club evangelist. Yeah, of course, TJ, uh, you know, of course, people said, well, he's a pro, so obviously his opinion is going to be skewed. Of course, no one that knows TJ knows that, you know, his opinion is his opinion. Now, we're mm-hmm. not going to get too far into it, but you and I have had this debate before as well at the office. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to, to kind of get your thoughts on it, you know, pros and cons on each side before we uh, before we wrap it up and we save this discussion for another day. I hate radar. Um, I'm not gonna say that it dramatically. I need to. I'm. I will have this discussion. I'm sure. Like the guys and I always talk about, you know, like meta stuff and game stuff when we're at events. I'm sure I will have this conversation with them and their thoughts on it. Uh, being at the event, uh, but I have a tendency to believe that whether or not. Uh, pros may like if pros got to choose their ideal settings in a in a in a uh, soundproof booth or in a box that was mm-hmm. I- isolated from the rest of the world and it was just for you know their pure uh, decision making that it would be hard pressed to see a pro vote that came out in support of radar. That being said, I think that pros want the game to succeed and gain mainstream popularity, and they are all of the belief system, and I'm not saying this is the wrong belief system, just that mm-hmm. they there are many that I have seen that are prescribed to it now, that they are willing to take the steps that may be a sacrifice for them in regards to personal preference to align themselves with settings that are more acceptable in the community so that when the average Halo viewer is tuning in to watch competitive play, they see something on the screen that is more akin to their playing experience in matchmaking. So regardless of whether or not, ideally for competitive settings, they might like to have one thing versus another, they are going to be more publicly supportive of what is present uh, because they want to see the game succeed and grow. That being said, I do not understand... Personally, the competitive argument for how Radar mm-hmm. makes the game a higher skill game. Uh, it is a crutch for poor team communication and for some really like 
cheesy like styles of play in certain scenarios, I also think it actually makes the average player a worse player mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. like there are so many times in arena and I'm not like some amazing player by any stretch of the imagination. Mm-hmm. I'm like in the 1500 to 1600 onyx range. Uh, like there are so many games where I see people doing stupid crouching shit around corners, <laughs> trying to bait stuff or waiting when they should be pushing or they should be more active. I think it slows the game down considerably. Okay. Uh, so, but here's and, the thing, though. I, I just yeah, want to yeah. say one of the things that I've noticed in this game, though, mm-hmm. is that, and you know, I watch a lot of Halo. Right, right. You do too. We, yeah, we without all a doubt, this is the fastest Halo I've yeah, ever seen. Because you got you got sprint thrust. Because you and, like, have these, these abilities, that right? Fly you across the map in half a second. Yeah. Very true, right? So you have these mechanics that speed up the gameplay. Yeah. Now. One of the things I've noticed is, you know, obviously there's that, and I'm going to call it this, and I know people are going to be very mad about it, but it's the nostalgia argument, to be completely honest with you. Mm -hmm. It's the same people who who say Call of Duty 4 in, in, in like, the first, you know, version that we played competitively was the perfect Call of Duty, when, like, it was a great game. It wasn't the perfect one, right? Like, Mm -hmm. if anything, Black Ops 2 was near that perfect level. It wasn't perfect, but it was near there, right? It was getting there because of the way the game was designed, with all the elements in mind, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and keep in mind, I competed in COD 4, and I love COD 2, and I think COD 2 was the best one. Mm-hmm. But that's neither here nor there, right? Because mechanically, yeah, COD 2 was great, but it wasn't like, you know, needle pushing by any stretch of the imagination. And on top of which, you know what? Like, things improved it, right? As time moved on. Um, so I think that, you know, for me, Radar, and I play, and anyone who watches my stream knows, I play... Halo 5 every day, mm-hmm. almost every day. If I'm here, I'm playing Halo 5, right? And the radar plays a role here and there, but for the most part, fast. I've never yeah. I've never felt like radar, if anything, was like mm-hmm. preventing me from being able – because there's just elements yeah. of the game that like balance out radar, right? You mentioned the speed. You mentioned, yeah. you know, even and, and I know again this aggravates people, but even like the hit markers you get from a grenade, right? Like if you right. think a homie's gonna be in the corner, you check it with a nade, mm-hmm. right? Like you're gonna get the hit markers, you're gonna know he's there. Mm-hmm. You know? It, it it does keep you aware. On top of which though, I and I also understand the argument of like, yeah, it does it is a crutch for poor communication. Mm-hmm. One of the big problems is that when you do play online, a lot of people aren't talking. Exactly. So I, I do think that that plays a big role. I feel like at the higher levels, it's yeah. not an issue because they're no, always talking. I agree. I agree. I agree. I think that radar at the pro level has a much, much more minimal impact on gameplay and like affecting it than at the lower level. But for me, as a 1500 to 1600 Onyx player. Oh, but you play with like bad kids, dude. Yes. Well, I am like statistically what? Onyx is like. Four, top four percent of the population yeah so i yeah i'm bad at the game i understand that but in regards to percentile the majority of the population is my skill or worse like and it does not make us i just personally fucking hate it yeah <laughs> so it's uh, uh, like i don't think that it is like a serious negative impact on the professional thing i just don't think that it adds anything like, there's yeah. nothing that Radar does to make competitive Halo better that I am aware of. It, it, may not, it may not impact it negatively in a serious way. I, and, like, we've talked about with these different mechanics that, like, the best is still going to be the best. 
does it really impact it? Like, there are some things that may not affect pro play that negatively, but does it make the game more fun? And does it add anything to pro play? For Radar, for me, is a no to both of those questions. I, I think that... And that's just my personal yeah, preference. Yeah. I will agree with, with uh, Lethal, though, when he said that this Halo is probably the most unique because of the elevation on the maps yeah, and the way to design really it. that was a really smart comment. Yeah. And, like, I do feel like, you know... And, and, and that's the thing. If anyone's staring at their radar, right, as they play more, they will realize that they should not be doing that anymore, right? That's a, that's that's hard learning, right? But, like, I would appreciate that more so than eliminating it and then no one playing it because that's actually what's going to happen. Like, the truth of the you matter is... that if radar is removed... No one's going to play Arena. Okay. No one will play Arena. <laughs> I they'll just play Slayer and I then they'll think... ask for an objective playlist with radar. Right, which is how it was in Halo 3 and Halo yeah, 3. Yeah, and no one played that. No one Halo played Halo title of all time. What? It does... But, Not but everybody I'm gonna needs say to this. play I'm gonna the say this, playlist. Though. Okay, everyone wants to always talk about Halo 2, Halo 3. You look right. at the market back then versus the market today, completely different. The okay, market, the competitive that... market is crazy today. I could the, the amount of games that are out there right. vying for people's attention is nothing like it was back then, especially in the online multiplayer front. No, 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 you're absolutely right. And you know what? Other people are doing it better. So is what yeah. you're doing going to make it better? Halo, let's let's be is honest here too. Is anyone doing Halo, Halo better though? No, 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 no. Halo, Halo Halo's 5 a unique game. Halo 5 has much much bigger issues to tackle right now than Radar. I don't give a fuck about Radar and compared to uh the larger issues that that 343 has to deal with in regards to the popularity of their game. Radar on versus Radar off is not going to make Halo 5 a success for them. They have much bigger issues to fix before they start worrying about the the very, very minute things in regards to like whether or not we're keeping radar in the game or not. I don't care yeah. if radar stays in arena or not. I care about servers working. I care about a whole other list of issues uh, I agree. Be- before work before radar. Like the I number agree. of maps, weapon placements, just all this all this stuff. But uh yeah. I agree. I, I care more I care more about an inclusive experience for Right. You know, newer players, I care, you know, I, I, I care deeply about a lot of those things. Yeah. You know, like, I, I think it just, you know, just makes a lot more sense. And in the grand scheme of things, you know, whether it's in or not, I personally feel it's not going to, like, the best will always be the best, as been proven already. Right. Right? So, that's kind of just where where I'm at. Radar is not the biggest issue I have with competitive play. Like yeah. watching Storm Rifle and SMG battles, fifty percent of the game. Oh, I agree. Is what is my biggest issue with competitive I, I, weapon play. placement? Weapon balanced, right. I, I think, is a big problem too. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I understand autos being in the game, but I certainly would like to see an adjustment to autos. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think the Storm Rifle in its current state is just too powerful of a gun, especially if you know how to use it. Like if you just spam it, yeah, sure, you know, it does its job. But like, if you actually know how to use a storm rifle, it's like game changing. It's like a, it's a very good gun. You know, SMG has a clip that is just never ending, and mm-hmm. it will kill you very, very quickly, quicker than it will kill with an AR. And mm-hmm. having an, a storm rifle and an SMG on the same map makes zero sense to me. That is the honest to God truth. Dude, storm rifle plus M- SMG is like a t- completely viable combo. You don't even fucking. I don't think. Eat you- it. 
you know, on, all jokes aside, I truly don't think you need that. And I on hope Empire, the on Empire, if you're running, if you're doing like pit or flag, and you're holding down, uh, or if you're doing strongholds, and uh, and you're on Empire, you don't fuck. You can just hang out turbine if you've got pit control and have storm missile SMG and be a fucking god, man. <laughs> well, I mean, let's be honest. You will get picked off like at, at a range. That is that is the the trade off there. You're not so. gonna get shot from tower. If you're like, is people are going to come to you backside turbine or through sneaky, or you're going to be dealing with people in the pit. You're going to have people shooting other people off tower. Obviously, I don't, I don't, I'm just saying like, yeah, the, the, how strong or viable it is seems ridiculous at this point. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's insane. But again, do I think that's something that they, that they adjust hundred percent, you know? I think what we're seeing right now is is a version one of Halo Five, and right, and uh, it'll only with improve a two million here. dollar tournament on the version one. Agreed. I think that again, you know, it's <coughs> just too late to change this, right? Right. Um, and again, as you play something more and more, you're gonna find the exploits, right? Yeah. And it's even gonna be the same way when we move into the next season, right? As players play more and more, they will figure out what's broken and how to exploit it because that's just how it is right every game every game so you know i just find as i play halo more and more the the things that i realize are stronger are not the parts of the game that i find fun like like spartan charge and autos and uh and like spartan charge i don't don't get it like that that what is the counterplay to spartan charge that never really affects me though what is like, what is the counterplay to Spartan Charge? Move like, to the side. I don't know. If somebody is if somebody is if somebody is hiding around a corner, like why why is the correct play not like a hundred percent of the time? Obviously, like this is subject to like you know some exceptions and variations and stuff. But like if I'm just like charging around a corner, like I'm just gonna sprint around a corner and Spartan Charge a dude, or like there's just so many situations where Spartan Charge is such like. A really Listen, non-interesting, like players. low counterplay <laughs> mechanic. It does. You see, you will see it all the time at X game, or sorry, not at X games at uh, at MLG this weekend. What Spartan like, Charge? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I, I actually, I'm not. I'm not going to stand by that statement. I take that back. Yeah, I take please that back. do. Come on, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's, it's you know, it's it's not. It's I don't know, man. It's very, very there are there are some issues with Spartan Charge. I definitely find in the game like there's it doesn't have an interesting counterplay mechanic, and I don't think that it adds to the game. One thing I will say this: What do you like about Spartan Charge? I mean, I don't look. Here's my mentality, and I learned this from Shadowrun. Okay, okay. Shadowrun. In case you guys don't know, best competitive game on Xbox 360. Period. No fucks given. Halo 3, you were cool. Shadowrun was better. Rainbow Six <coughs> Vegas 1 and 2, cute. Shadowrun was better. Gears of War, eh, we respect that. Shadowrun's better. Call of Duty franchise, made my career. Good game. Shadowrun's better. Moving forward. So, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. In Shadowrun, one of the best things about Shadowrun... This is a really great way to dodge the question, by the way, but keep going. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm answering the question, right? <laughs> okay, okay. As long as you if bring it back. If something just doesn't work, you just don't use it. Mm-hmm. Dwarf did not work. P- 
people right. figured out how to use dwarf later on, but even then it wasn't really all that effective. So mm-hmm. instead of saying, oh, God, this sucks, you should ban it, what did you do? You just didn't use it, right? If you use it and you figured out a way to use dwarf, by all means, go ahead, right? But no one did, right? At the moment, no one figured out how to use dwarf, at least when I was competing, right? I'm And, and I'm sure <coughs> that game evolved over time, but... Again, I was gone, so that was it. Same thing for Spartan Charge. Mm-hmm. If it's not useful in the situation, don't use it. Mm-hmm. That's it. You know the interesting thing, too, that I just thought about as well? That I brought I it think... back, by the way. You didn't think I would, but that's why I'm a professional right. motherfucking commentator. But, but, but here's the thing. <laughs> is that I think that it's more of an issue for matchmaking because the maps that are in the matchmaking rotation are a bigger problem for Spartan Charge because they're more, like, room and corridor-focused, like Riptide and Overgrowth in particular that we don't see in the circuit right now. Like, so I don't think Spartan Charge is as much of an issue on Rig or uh, Coliseum or... Uh... Rig, Coliseum, I don't feel like it's a big issue on Plaza. I don't yeah. feel like it's a big issue on Regret. No. But for like, but like on an overgrown riptide and overgrowth, okay, which are like forty percent of the playlist right now. I do agree that that needs to be balanced out. We'll see. We'll see. I, 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 I'm not going to definitively stand by uh, it being, but it just doesn't have a counterplay mechanic. We'll see. We'll see how it is used uh, and to what effectiveness at the the counterplay mechanic uh, is. You move to the side. That's just (laughs) that's just my thought. Yeah, you have to have a thrust and 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 have room to. I don't know, like if you can like. Sometimes you get caught off guard from behind. It's pretty hard to fuck up the Spartan charge, and and, like not like hit somebody. I don't know, especially Uh, if you want to bait that shit. I've seen some shit. So we'll see. We'll see how it's used at uh, Columbus. We'll see whether or not it is a a stupid mechanic or not. Yeah, well, we'll see. Well, I mean, it's going to be exciting. I'm pumped. I'm traveling with you tomorrow, so I'll see you at the airport. Yep. Kelby, thank you so much for joining me. Um, so you you also have a, a a show that you do as well. Yeah, esports and chill with esports uh, and Travis Gaffer and Nick Allen. Okay, Twitch employee. I hear I hear that show's hilarious. Uh, Monday at eight. Yep, we do it on Travis's Twitch channel. It is it is not nearly as Halo focused. I'm the only person on that show who talks about Halo. It's much more general esports focused. We talk about all esports on the show. Okay. Um, and it's much more. But Nick huge. only talks about League of Legends, though. Travis that's only cool. talks about League of Legends. Nick only talks about fighting games. Oh, he talk- yeah, that's right. I'm the yeah. only one who follows multiple esports on that show, it seems. Um, <laughs> call it out. The, I mean, yeah, I call them out on the on the regular show for it all the time, too. <laughs> but it's also, it's much more of like a less like gameplay. It's more of like a industry issues, business kind of focus thing because we're all involved in the in the, in the the business. And we're just talking about like, progressive issues how we think things will affect the industry on a whole and i'm much more focused on like uh sponsor and financial aspects because that's obviously the the area that i that i deal with specifically awesome so that's a twitch.tv slash sotl travis right Mm -hmm. yep yep all right guys well check that out and if you're listening on uh on itunes or soundcloud same thing there check it out twitch.tv slash sotl travis uh good good to hang out with you looking forward to this weekend yeah. It's going to be fun. Excited to um, watch you cast. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 you know what? I, I'll be very honest. I do feel like this weekend uh, a lot of people are going to be surprised. And, uh, and I'm excited. 
think I think people are gonna all these all, you know all the beyond posts about people saying <laughs> how much I suck as a Halo commentator. I think this weekend people are gonna be very surprised because I've been putting in that time. I wouldn't I be good. I wouldn't be surprised. I thought you've been a great commentator for oh, a while. So breaking my heart, man, you make me feel so good. It's just, I don't. It's just my opinion. So I appreciate it. Well, your opinion Benson, certainly... Benson can improve, uh, but uh, you're good right now. I definitely think Benson has certainly been, uh, you know, crushing it and has been doing a lot better. And I think he's he's pretty happy about I'm just, where he's I'm just at making, right now. I'm just making a joke. No, no, no. no I think, you know, like he'll, we all, it's, you can never really go into it and be like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm content. Right. Like, yeah, that's just, that's just never the way to, to go about it. But yeah, man, it's exciting stuff. And uh, dude, I'll, I'll see you soon. Okay. Sounds right, good. Thanks for having me on, man. You have a good one. Take it easy. Yep, you too. Bye. Bye. All right, guys, that's going to do it for today's show. We had quite the show. Went a little longer than I had expected. Of course, this is always the situation. It always goes, uh, you know, really, really long. And my wife is going to kill me. But here's the good news, guys. As you do every show, we're going to show some support. We're going we're gonna to show some support to the rest of the Halo community, which is something that you know, I want to, at the very least, try my best to do and, and, and to grow. But here's the thing. Last week, we didn't really get to give this guy the love that I wanted to give him. So today, we're going to do it again. I want you guys to go check out Hatred. All right. Now, guys, if you want to watch more in the booth, though, want to watch more in the booth. Every Wednesday, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, in the booth goes live. We talk to you guys, the community. And not only that, we also bring in some special guests to talk about the things going on in Halo and hopefully soon the things going on in Gears of War and Call of Duty. Of course, I want the show to focus on console esports because that's my love. That's what I do. That's where. That's the reason why I exist. Why I'm doing this right now is because of console esports. It's the thing I love and I'm very, very, very blessed to be able to do something like this. Of course, big thank you to the guests who came on today. We had Choo Choo Train. We had PPS Robski joining. Those guys, they couldn't talk, but it was all good. Of course, we had Streets. Street joining us. The Thug from Canada. And, of course, the standout of In the Booth, Wood, who's been in the chat the entire time. Uh, and maybe some Smite, too. Maybe some Smite. Chinky Riku. 100%. Uh, of course, uh, Smite Season 3 news just got out there. So that's exciting stuff. Pumped for that one. Um, but that's going to do it. That's going to do it for In The Booth. Now, guys, if you want to check us out, you can go ahead and subscribe on iTunes as well as SoundCloud. Okay? You can use uh, in the chat. You can click on the SoundCloud for In The Booth. You can get the updates of when In The Booth goes live podcast format. You can also check out the VODs on my channel. They post it up right away. Expect In The Booth to be out tomorrow. Guys, I am so excited for this event. And I'm serious when I tell you, I really do feel like this is going to be one of the best events I've ever casted in my career. The amount of time, the amount of work that I've put into this, I pushed everything aside to just learn and focus on this game. This game that I love truly, deeply from the bottom of my heart. I'm so excited. So if you're listening to this tomorrow, which will be uh, on the 18th, 
Hopefully you join us this weekend for the Halo World Championship North American Regionals live from the MLG Arena in Columbus, Ohio. It's going to be lit. I can't wait. And of course, a big thank you to the community for making this podcast a reality. You guys are incredible. And we'll see you next time on In The Booth. Peace out.